0: So welcome, Friendship Church. Uh, today is a special day—our sports day, our jersey day. How many of you grew up playing sports as a kid or a teenager? You played little league. You played. Come on, raise your hand up. I want to see a lot of people. Football, gymnastics. Uh, Sam, you did gymnastics? I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> that's good. A lot of people of us did. A lot of us did. Um, and. and Playing on a team, it's so much fun. Play a team to win as a team. Even when you lose, you lose as a team. Uh, I, as I mentioned earlier, I played soccer. Soccer was was my sport growing up. I even like to say that I played college ball. You know, when you say you play college ball, that makes it seem like that you were really good at one point in your life, you know? <laughs> um, well, we, we played for, I played for Southwestern Simonson University, and we, we started the soccer program, Okay. So really, it was just a bunch of dudes that liked to play soccer is what it was. Uh, but still, it's fun to say, yeah, I played some, you know, college soccer, you know, play a little college ball. Uh, so I like to say that part. I don't like to tell the part about how we were not very good at all. Um, in fact, there was one game that we lost 11 to nothing. Um, and I was the goalie. So, um, so Adam did not save that day. <laughs> It was, uh, it was a brutal, brutal day, okay? Uh, and so, now, the next season, we got a little better. We actually won a couple of games in our second season, so that was pretty good, you know? But, um, but we, I learned early on that you, you work together as a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team, you, and, and you work together. And really, our illustration today is team, but really, you could look at uh, a, a, a cast and a play or an orchestra or even maybe at your job some of you, we, we have to work together as a team to get something accomplished. And so, um, whatever it is, okay, of course we're, we're using uh, sports today, we have to work together as a team to do that. Now, in that team, we have to know what our role is and to be able to do what God wants us to do in that role so that the team can win. Even as the team, like we look at uh, Steph Curry who plays basketball, he doesn't make every single three-point shot he puts up. It seems like he does. Uh, but he doesn't, and he needs other people to score as well. Uh, Many of us in the room, many of us, are Astros fans. Yes, sort of, a little bit, okay? We would like it if every single time the Astros needed a big hit, it was Jose Altuve up at the plate, right? Because he just always seems to come through. But how many of you know, sometimes it's not his turn to bat, and sometimes we got to rely on the eighth hitter, the ninth hitter, whatever it is, and that person needs to step up, Right? So even though you win as a team, you lose as a team, even in in that, individuals need to step up and do what they need to do to help the whole team win. Does that make sense? So Paul talks about this um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you want to turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I'm also going to mention uh, Matthew chapter 25 if you want to turn there as well. But 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, Paul makes a similar analogy when talking about a team, now he's talking about the church. Now when you talk about the church, you can talk about capital C, which is the, the big church, which is the kingdom of God all across uh, every continent, that there are Christians and there are believers. Uh, that is the capital C church. And then we have the lowercase c, which would be our church, Friendship Church. Um, and so that's a little bit of what I'm talking about here today, okay? So that, that lowercase c, so us, our Friendship Church, we're a team, and God has a plan for us, and he has a job that he wants us to do as a church. And then even individually, he has roles that he wants us to do in that team. And so as, as we look here at that, um, that's what we find here in 1 Corinthians 12. Now, in this chapter, uh, he does talk about some spiritual gifts that are, very, that are specific. I'm not, I'm not uh, going through dissecting those here today. Uh, but those are some specific things where he talks about. Where he talks about tongues and interpretation, which which we see at our church uh, many Sunday mornings. Uh, we talk about prophecy. Um, he talks about um, uh, teaching and preaching. So there are many different gifts that you can have. I'm talking as kind of a big picture goal for us as we are the body as we look here. So let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you've grown up in the church, I'm sure you've heard you've heard of this. We've talked about this before. But let's see what Paul's example is. Um, Of being a team. Verse 12. It says the human body has many parts. But many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. The body of Christ is the church. Some of us are Jews. Some are Gentiles. Some are slaves. Some are free. But we all have been baptized into one body. By one spirit. And we all share the same spirit. So as we are a, a team. We make up the body of Christ. And we are one in Christ, right, so that's the individual part, that, that Jesus Christ, and then we are, we are the body in that, verse 14, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part, if the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body, does it, and if the ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body, of course it wouldn't, right? We need those parts of the body. Verse 17, if the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if we only had one part. If we had an ear, like, bouncing down the street, okay, that, that would be weird, okay? There's different, all right? So verse 20, yes, there are many parts, but only one body, The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. Okay? We need each other. Skip to verse 25. This makes for harmony among the members, so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. So you see that we work together. And we're going to play different parts, we have different roles, um, and he has decided, and he has given each of us gifts, talents, and abilities to perform the roles that he wants us to do, okay? And so we're not all just one thing. I love our youth ministry, I love our youth group, but as a church, we're not just a youth group. A youth group is part of it, it's part of our church, and so we want to have a good and a thriving youth group, but it's not the whole church, right? Right? And so even though we want that to succeed, and when they succeed, the church succeeds, okay? So we're different parts, we're going to play different roles, we're going to do different things, but it's all for the whole body, which glorifies the head, which is Christ. So we work together in that, and we find in that. And we don't look at somebody else and say, well, I I wish I could do that, I I, I wish that was my job, or I wish, you know, the, the eye doesn't say I wish I was the ear, or whatever it was. We find that role that God has placed inside of us, and then we go out and we do that. And so we did not say we don't need another part. We need all of each other. And I love the part that says, when one part suffers, we all suffer. Many of you understand this. Have you ever stubbed your toe before, and your toe just like really, really hurts? Okay? When, when, you're, when one toe hurts, all of a sudden the whole body walks like this. All right? It's like, okay, the body doesn't normally walk like this, I don't think. But one small part of the body hurts, and the whole body starts acting incorrectly, right? And so, when that one part of the body hurts, the rest of the body rushes to help that part. You've got the mind who starts thinking, okay, what do I do? Uh, What do I need to get to help the shoulders, move the elbows, move the hands that reaches down and puts the band-aid on or whatever it is, the whole body rushes to that one part and helps. So if your toe on this foot is hurting, for a season or for a time, we put all of our weight on this leg, don't we? So we kind of walk like this a little bit. So for a time, this leg takes the pressure off of this side. And so we work together in that. So if someone is is, I'll say suffering, not working properly, not this. We don't all point the fingers, hey, what's going on? Why aren't you doing your job right? No, we, we rush in to help out. What can we do? Can I take some of the slack for a couple of weeks? If something's going on, you know, there's some personal crisis, or there's some things that's going on, somebody's sick, they're in the hospital for a couple of weeks, someone steps in, I'll do their job for a couple of weeks while they're out, right? And that's, what, that's who we are as a church. That's what we do as a church That's what we should do as a church. Why? Because we are a team. We are a team. And we work together as a team. Work together as a team. So, in that, there are a few things that we can do. There are some official things that we can do. There are some unofficial things um, that we can do as well. And so let's talk about some official things and some unofficial things. um, Ways that we can serve in the church. Now, we have some ministries Uh, Like men's and women's and couples' ministries that are like events driven, so you can come to those things and be a part, and we want you to be a part of those ministries. Uh, But those are events driven. We have ministries where we need volunteers, people to come and help us out in this, be that part of the body where you are to help out. So let's go through just a couple of those things just to make you aware. Uh, So, Sunday morning, let's look at Sunday morning, we've got children's ministries now. Children's ministries is near and dear to my heart, okay? I was, we were children's pastors for six years, and we loved it. Loved being children's ministries. For me, and for us here at Friendship Church, children's ministry is not, can you just watch the kids while us adults have church? That's not what children's ministry is, okay? That's not what it is to us, okay? The future of the church is sitting in those rooms right there, okay? So if we want to have a friendship church in 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, We invest in our children because they're going to be our leaders one day. And so we teach them principles of the word of God. They're learning math and history and everything else. They can learn the principles of the word of God. And so we teach them. This is not babysitting, okay? They have church up there. They're learning the Bible. They do, remember sword drills? Becky's taking them through sword drills. Right? It's so funny where they run through the Bible. They say, John 3, 16, the first one that gets to it and they read it. They love it. It's like their favorite game. Um, So my wife, uh, uh, Becky, Pastor Becky, she is in charge of that and uh, she does a great job. Now in that is uh, elementary and preschool and nursery. And so if you want a chance to get involved in a ministry that's not babysitting, that is an opportunity to build a foundation for the future of the church, that's what we're looking for. And so what what our goal is, what we would like to do, is to be able to give people the opportunity to minister but also come to church. So our goal is is that you serve in children's ministry once a month. We don't want someone to, to sign up and then they're back there every week and they don't get to come to church. They want to come to church. So the goal is that you serve one Sunday a month, 12 times a year. Like That's what we're trying to get to. So she says she's eight volunteers away from that. She gets eight volunteers in nursery, preschool, and elementary school. Uh, then all of the volunteers can, can serve one time a week. And they come to church the rest of the time. Does that make sense? So that's one thing that she's looking for. Media ministries. Naomi Mesa is over that. Yay, Naomi. Does a great job. Uh, and so we have uh, some camera uh, uh, um, uh, volunteers. And we have some who are, Miss Dina up there is this morning. And she's running the slides for us. We are a team. Uh, we've got live stream. Uh, to make sure that if you're out of town or you're sick, you can, you can watch the service, put it online, social media, and Naomi runs that. And so, if that's, if that's something that you might want to look at, that's someone that you can talk to for media ministries. We got music ministry. Blake and Crystal Quimby do a great job leading us in worship every single Sunday morning. And know you know, it's more than just song service, worship is not just song service. We are led into the presence of God through worship. And they do a great job. And we have different singers and we have different uh, musicians that come here and lead us all the time. They do a great job. Sunday school teachers. Did you know we have Sunday school here at Friendship Church? 9.30. We have adult class. We have kids classes. Uh, and so we have Sunday school teachers that give up their time to teach um, at 9.30 on Sunday morning. You can be a part of that. Usher and greeter ministries. This is all ministries just on Sunday morning. we got ushers and greeters. Uh, led by Clinton Sandra Witten. They do a great job with this. And so they take care uh, of uh, accepting, the, receiving the offering, getting communion ready for us, finding a seat. They're uh, smiling faces at the door. They hand you a bulletin. They get you all that stuff ready. They, they really make the place just a great place to come to church, a fun place to come to church. And so uh, the Wittens uh, take care of that. They do a great job. That's just on Sunday mornings, these ministries. And you can sign up uh, to help in one of those areas as well. Wednesday night, youth ministry, Tommy and Jenna, they do a, they, they've been here four months, five months, they've been doing a great job, uh, they meet on Wednesday nights uh, here in our gym, maybe you want, to, maybe you want to, to help with maybe the next generation, but kids, I don't know, I don't know if I can do it, okay, we got teenagers that need help as well, and so maybe if you want to sign up and help once a month, twice a month, every week, that's fine. Uh, in youth ministry. Also on Wednesday night, Royal Rangers and Girls Ministries. That's led by George and Judy Leach. They do, they've done a fantastic job for 20 plus years. Uh, and they've got their teachers that are, that are set up and ready to go. Uh, they do a great job. And so you can um, help on Wednesday night in kids ministry as well. With Royal Rangers and Girls Ministries. We're starting a new ministry. Oh man, I'm excited. Starting a new ministry. Uh, a prayer ministry Led by Sandra Witten. Okay, so Sandra, stand up so we can stand up. Everybody, look at Sandra. Yay! All right. So here's the deal. Sometimes I get I get an email or a text or I get word that someone needs prayer. They're going to the hospital or or you know they're worried about their job or whatever. I get I get some needs and I don't. I, I pray for it, but I would like to have a team that I know that I can trust. I can give them some information and that they will pray, they won't do this, they'll pray, right? And so uh, we, we are getting together a team, a small, group, a small group of people, that we can let them know whatever information you want us to know. So if you just want to say, I'm going into the hospital for a, for a thing, 10 o'clock on Thursday, if that's all the information you want us to have, then great. But I want you to know, and I think it's important that the church knows, that we're praying for you. And so if we have a team of people that Thursday at 10, you know that Friendship Church is praying for you. I think that's a big deal. And so we're starting that ministry. So I'm excited about that. Down the line, I'm looking at other things I'd like to add eventually. An outreach or a missions team, I think, would be great. A group of people who would, who would do that. That's not an every week thing. That might be like a two or three times a year thing where we go out into the community and see if we can uh, uh, reach out to the community. Hospitality team uh, that we could add. How about an advertising team? A team that can come and help us get the name Friendship Church out there. Maybe you've got ideas that can help us with that. All of these things are official ways, I guess, that you can get involved. Now, understand that there's a process and a procedure with all of these ministries. And that these are different processes and procedures. Okay? So, for instance, if you want to, like, no one's going to sign up. If you want to sign up today, no one starts next week. Okay? So, like, there's some training process. We want everybody to be comfortable uh, whenever it's their time to serve. So for instance, with children's ministries, we, we want parents to know and understand uh, that we're taking good care of their kids. So we have background checks, there's a training that that we send them through, uh, and we make sure that, that they're right. We don't just throw people up there, watch their kids. No, 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 that, that, that's not what we do, okay? There's a training process, background checks, all of this. We want parents to be confident and comfortable dropping their kids off uh, at our church. You look at something like a music ministry, okay? Okay. Um, you know, you, you may say, well, I, I wanna play keyboard. And we're like, well, do you play keyboard? No. Okay, you're not gonna play keyboard. <laughs> okay? Can I say that, Blake? <laughs> is, is that okay to say? <laughs> there's a there's a little bit of talent that goes in this, right? We I mean a, a little bit. We gotta have something there, okay? So so there's different processes, okay? Uh, we, we like to say there, there's a kind of an on-ramp and an off-ramp, okay? So there's a way that we can kind of test the waters, see if you want to do it, but then you're also not signing up for the next 60 years of your life, you know? Like, try it out for three months, see if you like it, something like that. We can, we can work with that. We're just, we want to find an opportunity for you to be able to minister. Now, those are some official ways that you can be a part of the body, find where your role is. There's also unofficial ways that you can do. There are... People that have gifts and talents that you're not quite sure what box they fit into, but you just want to help the church. Um, I worked at, at a church. I was on staff at, at kind of a large, a large church, and um, there was a, a lady there, that a, a younger lady, that wanted to help. She was an administrative assistant to one of our pastors, but she wanted to do more on Sundays. She kind of did some service Monday to Thursday or Friday, but she wanted to help on Sundays, so she was a worshiper, not a singer. Like, there's a difference, right? She was a worshiper. Like, she, she could worship the Lord, and she was an encourager. Like, she, she just she had a, just a way of looking you in the eye, and just you were just thrilled to be there at church that day, and she, was, and she could encourage you. So what do you Is that youth ministry? Like, what is that? Like, I don't even know what that is. I can encourage people, and I can worship. What do you do? So she got the idea on her own. And I told you it was kind of a larger church. So see how we have four sections here? We had 12 sections at this church, including four in the balcony, okay? So what she decided to do was starting in January, she would sit in one section for the month and worship and encourage the people in that section. And so at handshaking time, she made sure and shook hands with everybody in that section, gave them an encouraging word, encouraged people to stand and worship, lift their hands, whatever. And that was in January. In February, she moved to the next section, and she did that. In March, she so for the whole year, she was able to encourage and worship with everybody in the church. Now, it took all year, but, she, but that was kind of her ministry. And it was like, that was kind of, it's kind of an unofficial way to take the gifts and the talents that you have and serve the church. And our pastor at the time loved it. She was like, he goes, I want a hundred of you, okay? Find a place where you can serve and, and then serve. So there's some of these unofficial ways as well. So, okay, I need you all to, for a second, get on the seesaw with me, okay? You ready to get on the seesaw, okay? Because as pastors, we kind of run this seesaw here, okay? So, we're like, on this hand, we're like, I, I don't want to pressure you to find a place to serve tomorrow. Do it tomorrow, okay? You have to serve. If you don't serve, then get out, okay? That's not what I'm saying, okay? So, we're kind of on this seesaw here where I'm like, I don't want to pressure you because some of you are in a, in a rough season, you're like, I can't do it now. Maybe I can't at the beginning of the year. Like, that's fine. I don't want to pressure you that you have to do something. But then I look at the Word of God and it's like, you need to do something because we're all a part of the body. And we all need each other into this. So I need you all to get on the seesaw here with me, okay? You, get, you, you see what I'm trying to say? I don't want to pressure you, but it's also like, but we need to do we need to do something. I look, let, let's look. at a a verse that kind of helps out with this point. Matthew chapter 25. Many of you know this story. It says, Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one. Some of your Bibles say talents. Five talents. Five bags of silver to one. Two bags of silver to another. One bag of silver to the last. Dividing it in proportion to their abilities. So we have to understand that some of us have abilities to do things and not other things, right? So we, they're, they gave according to their abilities, and then he left on his trip. So he gave one five, one two, and one one. The five and the two took what the master, who is God, took what the master gave him, and then went out and worked and actually doubled the master's money. So he took what God gave him, the five and the two, and worked and was able to double their money, five to ten, two to four. Here was the answer that the master gave to both of them, not just one of them, to both of them. Master was, was uh, full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I give you many more resp- uh, responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. So the one who got five and the one who got two got the same, it was the same words that the master said. So it doesn't matter if you're a five or a two, are you going to do with what God has given you? What are you able to do? Then we look at the one who gave one to, he literally dug a hole and put it in the dirt. Okay, He did nothing with his. Nothing. So verse 26 says, the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant, if you knew I had harvested crops, didn't plant where, crops where I cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. So that's just do something. Just do something with what I have given you. I'm not expecting you to do five. I'm expecting you to do what I have given you with your one. Does that make sense? And so I'm on this teeter-totter here. I'm on this seesaw where I'm like, I don't want to pressure you, but we, as, we need each other. We're in the body and we have, we've got to do something here together. So we look at that and I go, man, that's, that's what I want us to do. So what is the impact of all of us getting together and being being able to do something, do what God has us to do. I want to do uh, uh, an illustration here. I need I need Pastor Tommy. Pastor Tommy, come on up here. Okay, everybody, give Pastor Tommy a big hand. <laughs> Pastor Tommy's going to help us out. All right, camera person, I'm going to get you working here. Okay, you may want to go to a wide shot. I don't know. All right, so Pastor Tommy's down here. So okay, I'm going to give you this illustration. We're going to be two different churches here. Okay, so we're going to look at the mindset. Of, of two different churches. Okay, so you're going to be uh, the pastor of Friendship Church. Okay, for like five minutes. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> all right. So. You, <laughs> so <laughs> all right. So you're going to be the pastor of Friendship Church. Okay. I'm going to be over here. I'm Adam Assembly. Okay. This is what I'm going to be. Okay. So you're friendship. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go out, and this is the community right here. Okay. So we're going to go out in the community, and we're going to go get someone to come to our church, okay? So I want you to go and get, get one person to come to your church, and I'm going to go get one person to come to my church, okay? Let's do it. Ready? One, two, three, go. Okay? Go. Let's get, find somebody. Huh, who, needs to, who needs to come to my church? All right. I, I need a youth pastor. So where's Miss Angie? Come on up. You need my youth pastor. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got one. All right, so I got mine. Who you got? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very nice. All right, so here's week one. Week one, we went out and we got somebody, okay? That's good. All right, week two, we're going to go out and get somebody. Now, here's the mindset. The mindset of your church, Friendship Church, is you want everybody to get involved, okay? So what you're going to do is you're going to get your congregation, <laughs> which is one. <laughs> All right, both of you go out and get someone to bring to your church, okay? You believe in getting everybody involved, okay? I've got this. I'll go do this, okay? You can, you, in fact, you have a seat, okay? I'll do the ministry, okay? I'll do this, okay? All right, let's go. Let's go get somebody to come to our church. All right, let's see. We can, let's come. We, we, need to, we need to get somebody over here. We need... I, I need a worship leader. Come on up, Uche. Come on up. I need a worship leader. Here we go. <laughs> All right. I got mine. Look at this. Just one. Just one, man. Just one, Sam. Goodness gracious. Overzealous people. Uh, we don't need that either. All right. Hey, we got growing churches here, huh? Look at this. We're doing pretty good, all right? All right, week three is the third week. You believe in everybody working in your church, okay? So everybody go get one. Guys, I got this. You guys have a seat, okay? I'll do the ministry here, okay? Have a seat. It's okay. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got this. Don't worry about it. I got this. <laughs> oh, hey, this one right here. Here we go. We need some help. Come on, girl. Come on up. Look at this. We need, we need some teenagers in our church, okay? All right. Wow. We got some good churches here, don't you think? Week three. Got some pretty good churches, all right. All right, week four. Week four. We're going to go out in the crowd, okay? You believe, and everybody getting involved, okay? So everybody go get somebody. Guys, have a seat. I got this, okay? I got you. I'll do the ministry around here. Don't you worry about it. I'll do the ministry around here. Now, I got it. Okay? I, I can't believe I'm about to get a Dallas Cowboy. Look at this. I can't believe I'm about to get a Dallas Cowboy. On my. Okay, come on. All right. Look at this. We got some growing churches right here. This is some good stuff. Where you at, Pastor Tommy? Goodness gracious. Almost didn't see you. Got a, you, got, you got a few people over there, don't you? Man, look at that! I'm, 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 pretty happy, you know. I got a good church, okay. Hey, week five. Fifth week. We've been this thing a month, okay. You believe in everybody getting involved? Everybody go find you somebody to bring to church, okay, guys. I got this, I got this, okay. Let me do the ministry, okay. I'll do the ministry around here. I'll do the ministry. Come on up, brother. I need someone to play golf with. I know. <laughs> I want a golfer in my church. Come on. I need a goal for my church. Here we go. Is it? <laughs> All right. <coughs> Goodness gracious. Hey, y'all service lasts too long, Tommy. Y'all service lasts way too long. Goodness gracious. How many people you got in your church, Tommy. Uche over here said, we're just bench warmers. That's what he said. (laughs) But now you see the impact. You see the impact of everybody getting involved in doing their part and just letting a few people do their part or one person. You see the impact, right? This also works with evangelism, by the way. What if everybody in our church brought one person over the next year to come to know the Lord? Our church would double. I mean, that's math, right? Everybody brought one. But you see the impact of a church that says, we're gonna get involved, and a church that says, no, 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 a pastor does everything. <laughs> or or a few people do everything. All right? Give yourselves a big hand, you guys have a seat. Very nice, very nice. See, I'm almost done with my sermon. That was your seventh inning stretch right there. Okay? That was a seventh inning stretch. Stars at night. <laughs> very good, very good. They used to say, or they still say, 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Right? That, that's, a, that's a this church. You can make some impact. You can make some headway. That 20% can do some work. I'm not saying they can't do anything. They can, they can get some things accomplished. But what happens if 100% does 100%? You know, I mean, that's, that, that's the kind of church that I want to go to. That's the kind of church that, that I want to be a part. That's the kind of church that I want Friendship Church to be. Because as we are a team, we all get the same reward. I want to hear that, well done, my good and faithful servant, right? So I want to do my part. I am going to talk briefly about a guy named Tom Brady. Briefly. <laughs> Two-minute <laughs> two warning, okay? Two minutes. Tom Brady. Everybody knows Tom Brady, okay? If you live in America, you know who Tom Brady is, okay? Played as quarterback. Two years ago, Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, right, Keisha? They sure did, okay? They won the Super Bowl. Now, everybody knows Tom Brady. He's the quarterback. He threw all the touchdowns. He's the leader of the team. Everybody knows that he's on the cover of the magazines, da-da-da. He gets everything. So when, they, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, when they won the Super Bowl... They got, what they get? A Super Bowl ring, didn't they? Look at this thing. Goodness gracious. That is a gaudy thing right there. That could, that could build a church. <laughs> Look at that thing, okay? So Tom Brady, like the face of the, Fran- face of the NFL, right? He gets this ring for winning the Super Bowl. He threw all the touchdowns. He did all that, all that good stuff. Have you ever heard of a guy named Aaron Tenney? I'm sorry, I got his name wrong. Aaron Stinney. Have you heard of Aaron Stinney? Anybody? He was the backup left guard for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that year. Hardly ever played. He was on that team that won the Super Bowl. Could we take a look at his Super Bowl ring? Oh, it's the exact same one. Everybody on the team got the same reward. Didn't matter if you're the one calling all the shots or you're the one serving a time or two we all get the same reward, well done my good and faithful servant see we don't worry about but I want to do that and I want to do this, we do what God asks us to do they wouldn't have won if this Aaron Stinney had thrown a couple of passes okay and so you find out what God has for you to do, and then one day we'll get to hear that, well done, my good and faithful servant. Why? Because we are a team. And I want us to be a team together and work together. So here's what we're going to do. If you would stand this morning with us. Stand this morning. So here's the deal. We're not going to have a, a sign-up for children's ministry or anything like that. It's not like... a we're, not, we're just not doing that today. But I do want you to pray about it. Again, we're on that kind of... I don't want to pressure you. But listen, we're on a team. We've got to find our place in the team. And so we're not going to have a sign-up, but I do want you to pray. How can I get involved? Where can I use the talents that God has given me? I don't want to be like the one who was given one talent or one bag, of, one bag of silver and just say, well, this is all I have. I mean, if he had done anything, he would have heard the same words, Right. So here's what our role is right now, okay? Everybody in this room has a role to play. Ms. Dina, she's up there, and her role right now is to make sure that we got the right words on the screen. And our, the, the worship team right here, we've got singers, we've got guitar, we've got drum, bass, keyboard. Their role is to worship God through their instruments and through their voice. Camera worker, our job, right? Keep the camera going. Our job in this room right now, for the next 10 minutes, is to worship the Lord. Okay? Not to think about what's coming later in the day or whatever. Our job for the next 10 minutes, and so we win as a team, if we all get together here, okay, how do I glorify God for the next 10 minutes? We lift our hands in worship. We sing to the Lord. We put our focus on Him, on Him, and we worship the Lord. Can we do that? Let's just go ahead and lift our hands right now and just begin to worship Him for a second. In our own words, Lord, we love You this morning. We praise You, Jesus. We thank You, God. Lord, as we go into this time of praise and worship to You, Lord, we want to play our part in what You have for us. We want to lift You up. We want to praise Your name this morning. We are all members of one body. You are the head, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we want to worship and we praise You. And we do that this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on, we can give him a shout. I've seen some of y'all football games, okay? We can give him a shout. We can give him a shout. Come on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Listen. Everything we do, everything we do is to give glory and honor to God. Everything we do, no matter what area we serve in, if it's, if it's somewhere that we serve every week or three times a year, that, that's fine. But everything is for the Lord. We lift him up. We lift him up. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We pray this morning. Lord, we love you, God. Lord, you have given us the air the breath in our lungs to be able to praise you. And so, God, we do that this morning. We lift you up. We praise your name, God. We love you this morning. God, thank you, Lord, for putting this body together, this team together, this church together. And I pray that we would love each other. When, when, when one part of the body hurts, the rest of the body hurts, and we rush to hell. When one part of the body wins, we all win. And we give you the praise and the glory for all of it. We give you the praise and the glory for all of it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.